Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. Lacey and Red begin their relationship as part of a threesome. Red organizes a birthday orgy for Lacey, and they jump in with both feet on their first trip to the club, which finishes with a blowjob from me. Welcome back to the sex apartment. Today we have Red and Lacey joining us. Welcome, welcome. As we always do with new couples, first question I want to get into with you guys is how did you discover the lifestyle? We had had some friends who were polyamorous and it was kind of the first time that was like introduced to us at all. And it opened up a conversation of, is that something we would want? Through that, we slowly like started to realize it's more leaning towards not so much dating other people, but maybe just like finding other people similar to us to have some fun with and make connections with. I think like getting to that point individually, I think we were both a little unsure, like at first, even though like meeting a couple like that, the first thruple we've ever met and learning about the lifestyle initially, it was like, we could tell each other we're like intrigued about it, but I don't know if we knew. But it's definitely where it started. What were your hesitations? I was worried I would be jealous. I guess now that I think about it, the first sexual encounter we ever had together (laughs) was actually a threesome with my best friend. This was before we were even dating. Yeah, we weren't dating yet. It was just right before, I think, Christmas and we were all hanging out and something just happened and we just started going at it. I think she was in the middle and I... At at the time when, when we had met, I had a fling with her best friend and I had no idea who she was and like unbeknownst to either of us, her best friend knew immediately that we would get along and we would click. As soon as we met, we met each other at, in her then boyfriend's garage and I'm there with her best friend. And like, we cliched, but we like locked yep. eyes and we're like, oh, like I, I need to know more about you stranger. Like, but yeah. So oh. me and a friend and uh, red, we ended up just having a really fun time and it, ended a little awkward. Mm. It ended with me getting a little jealous because I was like, oh, I felt like I wasn't giving enough attention maybe. And for me, I just, it fizzled out and I let them finish and I just left. It it didn't help at the time either. You know, neither of us knew. I didn't know he really liked me and I really liked him. And I think that's why Mm -hmm. I got so jealous because I knew him and my friend were just for fun. They weren't anything serious. Yeah. At the the time, her friend. It's probably actually where I realized that I really, really liked him. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I like really at, this at the time, there were no genuine feelings between her best friend and I. We we kind of realized early on that we were feeding each other's self-destruction drive and <laughs> we were both really enjoying that. So we were like, why not? Like, there's nothing genuine or heartfelt here other than we're good friends and this is what we do in our spare time. So let's go that route. Mm-hmm. And then meeting her, that was like the total 180, especially after that threesome. She was right. We definitely had that connection. 
basically we realized that we did like fooling around with other people very early on and would kind of joke about it. And then after talking about a little more, our poly friends had invited us over for a birthday celebration for me. It had been arranged by one of the husbands and I beforehand. Oh, we were like, nice. let's let's see where it goes. And I and it was yeah. amazing. Well, now let, let's dig into the pre-arrangements and okay. what was discussed there. He had first went over, described what would be going on to see if I would be into it, and I was like, yeah, where is this coming from? Yeah, it was it was very. I was out like, of the blue. there's no way he's gonna make something like this happen. Well, and she had told me from some of the rehearsals that they had went through, like the early rehearsals, and the guy in question was very handsy and very flirtatious to the point where it wasn't. I don't even want to say it would call for alarm for a couple like us who wasn't even into that kind of lifestyle yet, but where it was like, okay, like this is playful, like this is kind of cool to hear about, and this is cool to watch, and like so, I knew there was something there with him thinking she was attractive and. I knew she definitely didn't hate it. <laughs> I kind of had a thing for his his girl who was also in the show at the time. So I had messaged him without her knowing behind closed doors when she, I think she was actually at a rehearsal with him. And I kind of pitched the idea to him and I was like, hey, you know, like her, her birthday is coming up and schedules and, you know, this and that. Like we've just been so tied up lately. I haven't had time to plan anything but I'm going to be as blunt as possible. I know you're into her. She's into you. I'm into your girl and she's into the other guy in the relationship. So why don't we just like get together and have a big celebrate on Lacey <laughs> without clothes on kind of celebration. And they the were best all, kind. yeah. And they were all just kind of like, you know what? Like you, you're so persuasive. Let's just go with it. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> And that's kind of where it took off. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of funny because it was being back in high school again. Everybody knew why we were there, but... It took a little while to get off the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think we were playing a game or something and... A game they had personally invented for it was situations like, yeah, like, like that. Oh, really? Basically, yeah. yeah. And then I think it started that me and the girl had started kissing. And well, then... the, the first thing that had happened was it was one of the generic parts of the game where uh, it had got to the guy who was... The, the first guy that I had spoken to who was very subtly but heavily into Lacey. And you could tell on his face when he got to that part in the game, like it was like watching a kid open a Christmas present. It was like one of those things where it was like, you know, like tell, quote unquote, tell one player to remove one piece of clothing oh that gosh. stays off the whole time. And he's like, pants, go now. I was definitely the first one in my underwear you know we had done our you know our like okay like things could happen tonight so we're gonna go out and pick you out a whole pretty little set of underwear like some lace <laughs> um way to be lazy and it was like as soon as those pants came off it was like you know me included everyone around the table was just like eyes glued maybe we should like screw this game over and just move <laughs> to the couch <laughs> Yeah, it was very fun. I definitely wish I didn't drink as much, but um, <laughs> it was just like really fun to be the center of attention. I'm like a princess. So I'm like, the more <laughs> attention, the better. And I remember we were having sex and I remember her saying to us, like, you guys look like porn stars. And I was like, really? <laughs> She's like, yeah, like you guys are fun to watch. What are some things that put you in that center of attention? So when it had started off, it was like having four people come on to me almost like at once. And again, that was like a total first. We, I mean, four people might as well have like picked her up from the table and carried her to the <laughs> couch. <laughs> yeah. Like again, unspoken, but it was yeah. like, okay, like, like we're all here to do one thing I had right on my now. body were at that point peeled off by I don't even know who. 
And yeah, everyone participated at that point. It was yeah, like, these don't I'm, need to be here. <laughs> I'm uh, definitely bisexual. So I was into the girl a lot more than other girls. I guess I had been into before. I was really into her. Her husband was the first one to start going down on me. Oh, I, I think he was pushing people out of the and way. She <laughs> put, no, she pushed him out of the way. <laughs> and then I remember then he put his dick in my mouth and it was like not even three minutes later he had he'd come in my mouth. I was oh like, okay. He's like, I'm done. That was amazing. <laughs> and the other guy was just kind of watching. It's just like a bunch of swapping out. But I was always constantly being played with or touched or even, even when the other two guys finished out, it got to a point where like her and the other girl were yeah. still go, like they we were still going, going to another it, room. Yeah, I grabbed both of them by the hands and took them into another room. And I think we were in there for like, what, another half hour, 40 minutes yeah. at least. And we came out and like the other two guys were already dressed. They'd ordered a pizza, like taking the trash <laughs> out, like, like mop the floor. It was a good night though. That was it was a hell of an entrance into where we are now, but I don't think either of us would really change anything about it if we could, you know. So you get pregnant a week later. <laughs> Is that because that situation was so damn hot that it became We joked that like, that next morning we were we were still on the couch, we had fallen asleep and they were all still sleeping and we were so turned on that we had gone at it. We were, I wouldn't say we were necessarily trying for a baby, but we wanted one and we knew that if it happened, you know, we were going to have a baby. So that morning we had done it and I was like, I just had a feeling. And when you count back from my kid's date of birth, that's probably the exact <laughs> date of conception. Excellent. That's, that's our luck. And it's so funny because... I remember telling them they were very concerned at first. They were like, um, uh, real quick, just, uh. <laughs> I actually didn't have sex with any of the guys that day, that night. Yeah, that's I didn't true. actually have sex with them. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. It was more just like oral and touching. So pregnant again, have the baby continue a hiatus until then we started talking about possibly becoming polyamorous until we realized, no, I don't want to date other people. We this, put this, enough uh, effort into dating each other. I'm just like kind of past that. It'd be nice to go on dates with like maybe other couples. And so led our Reddit research, I guess you would call it. Cause that's kind of where it we started. definitely bounced around with a couple different ideas and ways of doing things in the beginning. Cause you know, we had our references we could have gone to like that throuple or two very good friends of mine from high school who, you know, were high school sweethearts right. and they got married and now they're very heavy into the lifestyle with each other. They had shown interest in us right before I got pregnant with my second. And again, it was like we had been planning and planning and then it was like it came time and I was pregnant again. Yeah. And we were like, all right, I guess we're taking another little break from this. And that was it. Then didn't start again till when I was pregnant with my second, I ended up doing um, an OnlyFans because Red was totally into uh, (laughs) me being pregnant. I didn't realize how many people were into that. So it kind of (laughs) that went into something itself because then it kind of led him into realizing like he liked me getting the attention from other guys. Like he wasn't, he was like into it. Mm. And I don't know if he thought that would happen at first, but it, it did. And then again, I had my second child and then that was it. As soon as we were ready, we started talking about it. And then we like decided, no, we're going to actually start looking into places to go and places to meet people. And then out of the blue, find out like someone very close to us. We're in the lifestyle and we didn't know and ended up getting some information from there, which was very, very helpful, especially in the yeah. beginning. 
It definitely was. They were like really open to questions and were like question people. So, and and the interesting thing about them too is, and again, it helps so much from a beneficial standpoint to be as close as we are to them. And, you know, especially me being as close as I was to them before they were introduced to her to say they're in the lifestyle is an interesting way to put it. I wouldn't even say they're fully into it. As far as I know, they don't go to any clubs. They don't go and like do anything extracurricular like that. They have a small set group of friends that we are included in, and we really don't know any of the other friends or any of the other people. And it seems like they kind of stick to those people or that circle. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to meet new people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Obviously we were fine with like the way they were doing things, but uh, I guess just to say they were in the lifestyle as helpful as it was to us in the beginning to get the information they had, it still was apparent very quickly that like, you know, this is, this is awesome. This is cool. Like we could be very down with this, but this still might not be exactly what we're looking for. Like, and if you think about it, that's the, I mean, you've mentioned they have their small group. You've mentioned a polyamorous couple. Mm-hmm. It, that's the lifestyle is so encompassing of so many different things right. that it's basically everybody chooses their own adventure and we, we all kind of get lumped into one big thing. Yeah. 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 It's kind of been the exciting thing along the way so far as like, it's, it's very much an umbrella term and mm-hmm. the definitions keep growing and changing as far yeah. as what people like, what they don't like from a learning standpoint, that's been fun. And you choose what works for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you choose what path you want to go. If it's, you just want to meet strangers all the time, have sex with them and leave. Great. If you want to be friends and drag it out and create a whole group, that's great too. Everybody does it a different way. So yeah, that's what we love about the lifestyle just in general. So we continue our exploration. Where do we go from here? We had talked to some close friends and they told us about the club and we said maybe we should look into this and we didn't do it right away. We waited. We were like a little hesitant I think we wanted more information. We like did not know what to expect. We didn't know what it was going to be like. I'm an over-preparer, so I wanted to know everything beforehand. I didn't want to go and not know something. We kind of did her research, and we talked to some people and made a profile on the club page and kind of sat back and saw what happened. And then people reached out, and we were like, oh, like that was easier than I thought. (laughs) And having seen your profile, I can understand why. Um, I guess I genuinely wasn't expecting that. I think we both, we both made that mutual agreement to go in as open-minded as possible when it came to the, what to expect at the club. And that was from start to finish, you know, with everything. And I think we were both uh, in the, in a good way, in a positive way, of course, just blown away at how things started off with our experience with the club. Like, uh, we joked after our first time there that it was uh, that proverbial like puzzle piece that like you've been looking all over your house for to finish the puzzle for like the last four weeks and you finally found it and you're like, yes. <laughs> let's talk about that first night at the club. So yes. as we were there that night, let's. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So your first night at the club was the love and bondage event. Yeah, I was interested from the moment I had heard about it. I had looked it up and I went, oh, exactly what I would want to go to. Um, well, and you know, I'm personally like one of those people who have always liked to like play with ropes. I used to do like some LARPing or like medieval role playing, I guess, you know, played around with like flogging and um, like whips and stuff like that. And always really liked it. It's the best thing you Spanking can do when paddles. you're first meeting somebody, <laughs> you know? So I was right away like, no, no, no. I think I think this might be the best event for us to go to first. Cause like, I'm really interested in seeing 
what's going to be there. Like, that's really cool to me. We kept bouncing ideas back and forth and we're like, you know what? We, we might as well just All go. All the stars and aligned and we decided that was good. That was and definitely going to be the first I one. I will say, having watched you guys at the club that night, you guys jumped in with both feet. A, a lot of people on their first night are typically a sit back and watch. That was not you guys. Well, and, and again, on the, on the way up there, I think even walking up to the front doors, you know, that close to the club, it was, again, just that mutual agreement and talking about, we're here. We're like, we're already here. We're at the front doors. We're walking in. Like, if we've already went this far and this is our first time, not diving in head first would be an injustice to why we're even here in the first yeah. place. And so I'd even say we went in kind of innocent because it wasn't until the little tour that our excitement was just like growing and growing, growing. We're like, oh no, like this is our kind of playland. Like this, like, this is, is exactly- bad. We belong here. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, that excitement definitely grew throughout that tour. This is exactly what we were wanting. So we arrived a little late that night as we had a wedding we had to go to. So we didn't get there until after you guys had been there for a little while. We got approached by a decent amount of people and some of them we had talked to already through the site and others we were just meeting for the first time and everyone was just so nice and friendly and just normal people like having again that idea of you like, you have no literal idea of what to expect your first time going it's just a nice being like there that. with a bunch of basically normal people but had same interests as you the and, way it started off wasn't how I expected so like that. it was very nice like talking to people and I like the way that, you know, Lacey used the, you know, the term like all the stars aligned. I think our first time was nothing but a positive experience. This, I think all around, it was just something that yeah, we it had was really been missing. And a lot of that goes to, goes to your approach to the whole situation too. I think that your approach being that you weren't going to stand in a corner and watch people and you made a point to be social and you made a point to try things out, try some of the demonstrations. I think that goes huge way to why your experience was so positive and that you put yourself out there. You said, we've come all this way. Yeah. We're not turning back. We're, we're going to do this. I think that plays a big part in why it was so positive. The timing of it too, you know, just yeah. like and, yeah. personally speaking, like how Lacey said, we held off for a couple months after we'd heard about the club going there. Yeah. Looking back on it, I think if we had gone into the club, you know, when we first heard about it, it probably uh, would have done more damage than it would have helped okay. just because we, we had no idea what we really wanted out of this lifestyle or, you know, what we wanted as individuals and as a couple. Yeah. And now that we have that better defined and we definitely use that to our advantage. <laughs> so we arrive a little late. We get there, we do a lab looking for you guys. Can't find you. Where were you? We right. were so turned on by the end of our tour. Oh yeah. That okay, we had talked to a couple is. people and then we were like, like we have to go somewhere like now. And we had remembered that there was a couple's room. Oh, we're like, let's just yeah, go into yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there was like a there was a bunch of people in there and they were all kind of like doing their own thing. There were some people just sitting there and, and kind of watching yeah. and someone was just getting off of a bed and we were both so amped up just from the tour alone of being there. It's like, you know, personally speaking, my my favorite thing to do with her is if, if I can't put my head between her legs, then it's all for not like it's, you know, 
I, I could do that all day and night if I wanted to. So it's like by the time the tour ended, I need you on a bed with my head between your legs. Like now, like let's go. And and uh, I probably within 30 seconds had squirted all over his face and like had basically chest, without, face. without knowing it, they'll kind of put on a show for this room of people that well, I we, we kept, we kept going for a little while because and I, you're not really like at first I wasn't really paying attention to who was watching or who was around. It wasn't until like almost afterwards or like almost like during that I looked around and saw that people were watching and like, like there were other couples that on were, by it. And I was like, are we turning people on right now? Like, that, I, <laughs> like there were at least like two or three other couples in the room that when we walked in were kind of secluded doing their own thing. And then like we, when we had stopped yeah, with our like first round and got up there, they were like sitting around us and we're like, Oh, hello. Like <laughs> it was fun. And that was it from there. Then we, I was pretty soaked already. So at this point you come out of the room, we run into you guys in the ropes room. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we let Tommy know, hey, both Nessa and Lacey would like their turn on the bed. And he said, okay, I got two ahead of you. And he continues his job. And you decide you want to try what? There was a nice gentleman there flogging. <laughs> and um, it was, I had never actually been put up on the, the cross before. Oh, well, you could I see I just it knew I was. I was just so excited. I am like a kid. I was just like yes, please. I want to do this like right now. And he asked if I had done it before. And I said, it's been a while. And he was like, like how long? And I was like, maybe 10 years. He's like, how old were you 10 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So um, even even for me, like again, now this was a first though, because I have been whipped before I've been spanked before, but never have I actually been whipped. And then had someone make me squirt. So that was crazy. Like I remember it happening and thinking, did I just do that in front of a literal room of people. And then, and then just to clarify before she continues, when, when she says, you know, squirting from being flogged, we, we mean more like a proverbial waterfall. Like it, <laughs> it was a constant motion. It, it was enough it was. that made the gentleman doing it stop and go, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Cause he was warned slightly that there, there may be a little, and he's like, Oh, we have, we have some paper towels. And we're like, yeah. I usually sir, have sir. to give a disclaimer, which is like, I think you positively alarmed him after that. Uh, but yeah, I remember in a good splashing way. back up on my legs and being like, Oh my gosh, how much am I doing it right now? Cause usually once it starts, it doesn't stop. So true. But it was just, kind of crazy for me because started like only one thing could make me do that. And then it was like, Oh no, this can also make me do it. And then it was like, Oh, well, I guess vlogging also does it. <laughs> Kink acquired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you are unhooked from that. Tommy says, Hey, I'm ready. Who's first. And I don't think anything could have stopped you from running to that table. <laughs> I was most excited for the ropes because I had seen some pictures of kind of something similar to what he would do. He asked if I was flexible and I said, oh, I'm a dancer. And, then and he said, his face light up like a kid. <laughs> he said, I'm going to do a tie that I haven't done in a really long time because I can't do it for everybody because I need people who are flexible that are able to do it. And I was like, go for it. That was it. I started getting tied up and before I knew it, the rope gets pulled and my legs are over my head. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm completely exposed again to this room of people that and, and there was like the, a couch sitting right there. And I'm 
pretty sure there was just people like chilling on it just right from, in front of me from her vantage point. She couldn't really see, but at the time, no. um, the entire room had eyes on her yes. at this point. Again, I didn't know how far that was going to go. And then he barely touched me and it was just it's like a blast waterfall. Cannon. Yeah. And, and it didn't stop. Oh yeah. I, I do remember that interaction, like going up to G and being like, is this something I should tell him about? And he's like, no, no. <laughs> so, Tommy is quite surprised as yeah, he, <laughs> he said, first touches you and yeah you you broke you broke a record for Tommy didn't you he told me I was the first person to ever soak both sides of his table yes <laughs> and you squirted so much in the ten minutes that you were on his table your hair was soaked yeah. your body was soaked yes. every yeah. everything around was completely soaked. <laughs> She, she may have slipped on the floor getting off of the bed. <laughs> uh, my legs were so shaky. I get, I get the Jimmy legs afterwards. So like my legs were just like uncontrollable. I think he had to hold me up for a couple minutes before I could even move again. Bring out the pleasure stretcher. <laughs> but. So at this point, then Nessa goes up on the table while you guys go walk around. Um, that, that was uh, being pulled back into the couple's room too. I think they the couple we were with had intentionally wanted us to fool around with them and then i it as much as yeah, as dissipated. much as i hate to say we yeah. it dissipated we became a little selfish and like focused on each other and then, a little bit. then it led us though we went to the glory holes be like i'm just so curious and i was like go for it so i went in with him and all of a sudden i see his face change because <laughs> uh, we were standing there and funny. she was, you know yeah. I, I think she was definitely uh had a more innocent curiosity than i did <laughs> about it and she was like you know i'm standing there like waiting you know and she's like you know what can you feel anything so to be clear you went into one of the closets yes. and put your dick through a hole yeah correct okay. correct sir mm-hmm. yeah we um, were just so curious we were like let's just and i, I and i had just grabbed sure, her by the it. hand and i'm like you want to go with me and she's like absolutely so yeah. she's like you know can you feel anything is anything happening i'm like uh, yeah, yeah I, I mean and then it was just like you know your face changes and she's like oh there it goes like there it goes yeah that was kind of awesome and then i i had to take a turn but um yes when you say take a turn <laughs> i had to also put your dick in my mouth <laughs> if, you could, was, if you could say that a little slow <laughs> he took my line <laughs> But yeah, it was definitely a turn on. If you couldn't tell at this point, we definitely, uh, a huge part of both of us getting off together and separately is um, having each other be watched, mm-hmm. seeing each other give and receive pleasure in whatever ways we can. So that's it's a huge focal point for us. So yeah. I think that that was a huge fuel for the club, especially with me, like seeing her in such a sexual limelight. And it was just like, oh my God, like this, for me, it was like, this is what's been missing. Like you go do your thing and let me just enjoy the hell out of every second of it. At that point, we finish up in the ropes room and we start walking around and we happen to run into you guys in another room. Yes. I think it was getting towards the end of the night and we're again, just really turned on. I was really wet and we decided to go into a room and yeah, and then, we yeah. figured even if it was just us, at least we would still get to like enjoy the last part of our night with each other, you and know, then that, and then it that, obviously bloomed into more than that. But. That quick little exchange of like, an, you know, that cute and but funny, like, you know, do we leave the chain up? Like, no, put the chain down, leave that chain down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? It's not many people here. Like someone wants to come watch. Like I think we both expected like maybe one or two people to walk by and be like, poke their head in and be like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, you know, have a good night, you know? <laughs> so we walk by once. Stop and go. Wait, we should, we well, should probably we go were, back and first watch. First, we we had to make sure we it was. We we're like, 
was that red and lacy <laughs> and and then we were like should we and then <laughs> then we turn around to go like we stopped a room past and then we turn around to go back as people just start filing into the room i, th- I think i think at one point because at this point if if i'm remembering it correctly you know we were on the bed and lacy was on all fours and she had my cock in her mouth and I was watching the door and I saw you guys go like look in and you know, I got excited and then you walked past and it was like that little moan of like, Oh, like man. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Then a couple other people showed up and then we saw you guys pop back up. And we're like, at yeah. one point then I was like, Oh my gosh, like I didn't, I guess I did. I didn't, I didn't realize as, and as everyone things- always joked the people that we knew went there that like that would happen. And like, you just like learn along the way those like little things. So like now, obviously, I think we know. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little limit. So on it, so so we we kind of we kind of blocked the door, yeah. and after about a minute, Nessa decides I don't want to just block the door anymore. <laughs> yeah, definitely, it definitely was a show towards the end of the night. So what happened? I was sucking red stick, and I remember you asked if you could have a turn, and I was like. Absolutely. Like, please. <laughs> Actually, um, if I remember correctly, that didn't last long because mm-hmm. Nessa made you. Yeah. I, yeah. Red, Red was going strong the whole night <laughs> up until Nessa got involved. And then that, that was a pretty quick end of that. <laughs> that was awesome. That Who was, knows? That was the, that was the happiest defeat ever. Is that sorry, not sorry? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, and then it, it it like kind of turned like we got to kind of like play together and, and kiss and touch. And I got to eat you out a little bit, and, yeah. uh, which for me, actually, I don't do that a lot. I, it's like a, I have the, the to really be in the mood. Applies mm, for yeah. I have to like really be into that. So, and it's not a thing you do with every girl. I it's think. true. And even if you're like bisexual, you still. Exactly. Yeah. That's why we always joke about that term pillow princess, because like yes. I really am, but, but like if I'm in the right mood, anything's possible yeah yes but that was and uh and that was it it was it was fun to have g watch um like i remember like looking out of the corner of my eye and just kind of like seeing him smirking that whole time and like (laughs) it 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 definitely was a turn on for me too to obviously it goes without saying to have been between nessa's legs for a while i'll gladly do that again any day but out of the corner of my eye like during that or like another exchange towards the end of the night, like seeing Lacey just being pushed up against the wall by G and you know, his, his hand between her legs. And like, you, you can just tell from the look on her face, like you don't even have to explain it. Like that was a done deal right there. Yeah, like, barely had to touch me. Yeah. I, I remember holding you up by your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. My legs were so shaky at that point. I mean, like I said, once it starts, it doesn't really stop. <laughs> The fantastic thing about having a podcast and recording is sometimes the information we get after the mics are turned off. I regret having to record through the sound system because back when we first started this podcast and we just had a microphone on the table and we just started recording and we just, wherever the conversation went, that's where the conversation went. Yeah. Unfortunately, now with this setup, we record, we get to the end and we take the headphones off, push the microphones away and keep talking because that's what we do. 
what we wish we had recorded and what we wish we had not turned the mics off for in our Red and Lacey interview was that right after we turned the mics off, Lacey admitted that while she might not have said it on the podcast, a big part of the lifestyle for her has been rebuilding her self-esteem after having had two children and some body changes that went along with having pregnancies. I agree with her. I have the similar circumstances. I mean, I think we've all, as women who've had babies, have gone through changes in our bodies and we look in the mirror and we see a body that is different than what was beforehand. And the body that originally attracted our man in our life had changed after the baby. And it does take away some of your self-esteem and some of your confidence. And one of the most wonderful things about the lifestyle has been that, you know, you put on some sexy clothes and you walk into environment where people are allowed to hit on you or allowed to openly say that you are attractive and I like what I see. And having that experience and being on the receiving end of it really makes you feel like you still got it, you know, that you still have something that somebody is attracted to and that it makes you feel wonderful. You still have something that a lot of somebody <laughs> are attracted to. You know, but yet I have to feel that when I look in the mirror, it's no matter what the outside world thinks, I have to believe that myself. And that is one of my biggest frustrations with you is that you don't see how sexy you are or how beautiful you are. And I try to say, hey, it's not just me saying it. It's everyone we run into says something. You don't want to accept it. And it frustrates me. <laughs> I know. You know, that just goes to show that it's really not an outside world perspective. It's it's what's coming from the inside, what my brain is telling me and how I feel versus a million people could tell me I'm beautiful and it takes me telling me I'm beautiful for me to believe that. So, But at the same time, I also feel that you feel that when I say it, I do. You I hear it so I much I sometimes feel it's an obligation for you versus a truth. As will, if you ask many women who are in long-term relationships, I believe they start to feel the same way. And it's not that we don't believe you. It's just that you are there to make us happy, to make us feel wanted. And you will say things that get you there. <laughs> and not that it's a lie, but that it just doesn't seem as maybe 100% genuine as if it were some random stranger walking down the street, which makes no sense at all. But... <laughs> As my brain makes no sense at all. And sometimes I can't logically explain anything, I think. <laughs> Not going to argue. <laughs> it just, it is what it is. So I just wanted to share how I really felt like that was something that would have been worthwhile to share with so many of our listeners and, and even just females in the lifestyle as it is. I think there are plenty of women that need to feel that they are beautiful and the lifestyle was a place I thought that I would not feel that. And I thought I would have the opposite reaction where I thought that I'd be more self-conscious and more concerned about my body type and the way I looked. But in, in fact, it actually ended up being the opposite, that I walk in the doors of a club or or I take my shirt off when we're having a sexual encounter with a couple. And most of the time, I <laughs> i wouldn't even say most, all of the time, <laughs> I pretty much get a, oh, wow, oh, the, you're so hot, you're so sexy, you're so, you know, I almost always get a compliment immediately. And that... I mean, you've said it before, even just walking into the women's bathroom. Yes. 
it's just such a positive vibe type of a place. Yeah, ev- the everybody's women, raving about each other. Yeah. The women support each other and the men, you know, they're everybody's there to dole out the compliments. I don't know. And there is always somebody for everybody at the club. There really is. They Everybody has different things that they're attracted to, interested in. There are women and men of all shapes, types, sizes, you name it. Even myself, I've even found that I've been attracted to people that I probably wouldn't even think I would be attracted to. And not just by like their looks or, you know, their outward appearance, but just how great they were, how supportive they were, how they made me feel. And then all of a sudden, oh, I feel so sexy. You're making me feel so sexy. And now this is very sexually charged environment. And then, you know, I want to be with that person. It goes in so many directions. So it's great. Now, getting back to Red and Lacey, mm-hmm. how about their first experience for her birthday? Yes. And so, ooh, I wanted to talk to you about this. We please had, say that my birthday is coming up. <laughs> we've had no, we we've had a couple different couples bring up this prior planning, where maybe the female is somewhat involved, but not directly involved. So there's this planning behind their back type of surprise thing. And I know that I used to watch, I don't remember which porn it was. I want to say it was something corny, like fuck my wife or something like that. And so they would always, you know, pretend like it was this pre-planned event and the woman would be blindfolded and she'd go into a room where there was either one male or several and they'd start touching her all over. Very much the hot wife type dynamic. In my mind, when I think of these prior planned things, I could just revert back to that porn setting. So in your mind, if you were to plan something, how would it go? Tell tell me how you're... I would be all about setting up something in that type of situation for you. But my only concern is that you wouldn't be all about it and then putting you in an uncomfortable spot. But now knowing that this is a... It's not a fantasy. It's not a fantasy, (laughs) but it's acceptable. (laughs) Wait, when did I say acceptable? I said because I've... This is my experience with this scenario. Like, I never believed that there was ever a situation where a guy, like, actually called ahead of time and said, hey, I'm going to set up these two guys to fuck you. I always thought it was a ridiculous porn idea. And now to hear, now several times over, that guys do this for their wives and that this is a thing, I'm just curious. Would you prefer to know or not know going into it? Oh, gosh. Uh, Knowing... Me and how I am definitely do not need to know because I feel I would, I would, well, okay, to an extent. I mean, you have to kind of let me know that something is going to happen because, you know, I get ready. That's one of the (laughs) many, many millions of things I love about you, but you are always ready, if you will. (laughs) But you take very good care of yourself and I feel that you are typically ready. Yes. But speaking of on the intellectual end of it, like knowing going into something, I probably would be very nervous. So I think... You'd be overthinking, wondering when is this going to happen? I don't know about when this is going to happen, but then it would be more like attempting to back out at the last minute when I think it's about to. Now, see, in my head, I've thought about this many times where I would set something up for you. I would leave the house with an outfit on the bed for you and say, pick me up at specific time and we're going to the apartment and leave it at that and let you wonder 
what's going to happen when we get to the apartment. Because I think you have a pretty solid idea what's going to happen when we get to the sex apartment. <laughs> the sex apartment. So I am all about that idea. The thought of it is very sexy. The actual follow through, mm, I don't know. Or would you rather I just say, hey, we got to record some stuff at the apartment. Let's just go there and come get me. <sighs> it's such a tough call. Because I know that if you didn't tell me at all, I would probably be like, why didn't you tell me? I can't believe you didn't tell me. What? I would have been fine with it. <laughs> but <laughs> if, if I know, then I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to do this. I This is too much well, right well, now. You because for your birthday, I had hinted that I had set something up for you, or I guess not hinted, but joked because you knew in the time frame that we had that wasn't really possible. At the same time, each time I brought it up, no part of you really hesitated. And you're like, wait, really? <laughs> because I was 95% sure that you were legit joking. There was no ability for it to be real. So it was But at easy. the same time, you didn't really seem to be too hesitant. And I feel that I have missed several opportunities to create situations for you by waiting for you to ask me to create said situation or asking if, hey, is this a good time? That's a situation you don't ask to do, though. I feel like, see, but you also have to know well, your Now for me, if you, were to ask, if you were to ask me to set something up like that, I would be excessively aroused at the thought of you going, I'd like you to set this up for me. But at the same time, I would probably also, I won't say equally aroused, but still get aroused at the thought of setting something up behind your back, getting ready for it, and dropping you into said situation. I don't know. I'm very much of the thought that I enjoy the thought of, but I don't necessarily want the follow through. I'm a why think about it if you're not going to do it kind of guy. <laughs> In the Red and Lacey situation, you have Red, who clearly knows that Lacey is attracted to this gentleman. She has, like he said, did not hate his advances and you could tell that there was a situation that had already been building in that moment. So he could easily set that up knowing that he's, she's going to be on board 100%. It sounded like even at the end, he told her before they went into it what was going well, on. Well, she, she said vaguely, she said he had vaguely explained a situation and kind of, I think he was trying to decide if it was an okay situation to put her in. But I think he ultimately would not have even ventured down that path if he had even thought that there was a remote hesitation from her with this guy. So that being said, I've never put you in a room with some guy and had you anything but super excited and ready to roll. When you're setting up something like this, when you're secretively going behind the back of your partner and you're trying to set something up for them that they would enjoy... I mean, Make sure it's something keeping, you know they'll enjoy. Keeping in mind that, yeah, this is for your partner. And while this is going to be a turn on to you because it's this fun, I'm going to get them laid and they're going to love it. Well, So what you're suggesting <laughs> is for all the guys out there that might be listening that are very <laughs> eager to set something up for their partners and they have it in their head how hot it would be to see their partners in action, spend a little while discussing with your partners and make sure that they're interested in putting on said show for you before. Not necessarily just the show or the setup. I'm talking about the actual partners that you're choosing to have as play partners for your partner. So don't if just fill the strictly, hole, so to speak. <laughs> if this is strictly she wants 10 dicks tonight and I'm I got to find 10 dicks, then okay, that's one thing. But if you're like, hey, I really want her to have a spectacular night, you may want to put some thought into what exactly makes her night spectacular. And that could be... 10 dicks. I don't know. <laughs> it could be I like one. You smile when you say 10 dicks. <laughs> just, 
saying. I'm just saying each girl is going to be different. Each person, each partner, you know your partner, you know what they like, you know what's going to turn them on. And it could be one person giving them a happy ending massage. It could be five guys, something in each hand, something in each hole. But each girl is going to find something special about each night. Well, I sure hope these are all subtle hints. They are not. (laughs) I am trying to speak for... For all women, and that's very difficult to do because <laughs> what I like is not what, what every like. girl likes. Sorry. Speaking of knowing what they like, the fact that they decided to go to the club for the bondage night for their first time. I think in Red and Lacey's situation, they were ready to jump in. They were committed to trying everything and doing everything. I know that we had showed her some pictures of me tied up, and I think she probably at that point decided that they were going to go. Now, speaking of getting your feet wet, I will say that as they walked in, she approached us and I gave her a kiss and kind of, and she actually, before I kissed her, she mentioned, My panties are so wet. And grabbed my hand and put them (laughs) to her panties, which were completely soaked. We kissed and she began to squirt again. We sat there watching people get flogged and other things. And I would kiss on her neck and touch her. And she would just continue to squirt and squirt and squirt, just making puddles all over the floor. (laughs) And then she got tied up and squirted some more. Yep. Then she got put onto the cross, squirted some more. And then Tommy tied her down, and I don't feel we did it justice for how much she She, soaked that room. Yeah, it Um, was. As he was rubbing her clit, it was going up and over her head and (laughs) all over Tommy's shirt. And he gave me one of those looks like, you motherfucker, you knew. And I said, (laughs) sure did. (laughs) And I bet he would have tied her in a different position had he have known, too, because that was probably a... (laughs) <laughs> oh, it, it definitely helped the situation. That's for sure. Helped. I'm not sure about helped. But oh, okay. I'm a hundred percent sure about helped. <laughs> okay. And when I said her hair was soaked, I mean yeah. it was dripping everywhere. Yeah, it was incredibly sexy. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.